We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. What's up, everybody, and welcome in to the Backliners podcast, Agro and Barracuda, as per usual. No guest this time around. A little bit of a uh, little bit of a downtime here, Barry. S uh, SCC is getting started pretty soon. I think we're gonna try and have some SCC people on. At least that's my game plan. Ooh. Um, SPL Hello. starts up soon. Uh, so so a lot on the horizon right now. Wait, who say. qualified for SCC? Um, I don't think I watched any of the games. Or wait, what was the stuff on the weekends for recently? Uh, that was SCC. That was SEC like, qualifiers. Okay. Yeah. It was, it was like SEC. a round robin thing? Yes. Yes. Okay. It was like six team or eight team. I don't know, dude. I don't, I'm going to be honest with something. you. I didn't have to cast it, so <laughs> I didn't pay attention. Like, that's mm-hmm. the way That's the way it's got to be, man. Uh, of the, uh, I really only paid more attention to NA because I know those players a little bit better. Mm-hmm. I know Sino's team qualified. Meerkat's team qualified. Um, the usuals elion's team qualified uh andy's team qualified nice um and then i forget the other people so yeah uh, i I think there was like one i know in eu there was a bit of a controversy because because it was group play there was a they talked about doing a strategy where it was like we're gonna get the most important we're gonna get the the best teams all in the group because only two teams can qualify out of four out of each group so one team, like the top seed in each group, got to pick the teams in their group. You kind of like drafted them. Oh. And uh, one team was like, oh, we're going to screw over a good team. So they pick all good team or they pick two other really good teams, hoping to screw one out. And then they lost and then didn't <laughs> qualify to SCC and got roasted in EU. And I'm oh, here for that. Oh, that's embarrassing. I did not know that happened. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was I, – I, I should really – Maybe maybe that sounds Meerkat. like good content. Yeah, maybe Meerkat can come in. Maybe I ask Meerkat for the story real quick, and and we can yeah. report. C- 
can we bring in do you think that having meerkat as a like reporter for the show is it because meerkat like he's got his hands in all the dirty business you know what i mean <laughs> like he knows everything that's going on he's like the black market dealer of of he's the underground of smite information and i would love to, to have a little like sound like i press a button on my board meerkat's little face pops up and he just like pops in the di- the, the call real quick and he's like uh hey guys uh hearing reports that pagon is absolutely slamming another ranked game but this time on a brand new smurf and like that's our our weekly meerkat report i didn't know where you were going with that if it was like a real news reporter or if it no. was more of a like drug underlord reporter yes much more well drugs are bad let's get that clear of course true yeah, agreed yeah but uh yeah under underworld reporter is the right uh, is the right way to okay. look at it that um, makes sense um i mean uh-oh uh-oh chat we've lost barry and it's not a great it's not a great thing for him it's not a great uh still no, i would, him I would oh, be he's back. as long as he does not be the- oh He's not back. Oh, hello. He's hello. <laughs> What's going on? Are we good? <laughs> Are we good? Hello. Uh oh. It's so desynced now. It's I, so... I see my face on the stream. <laughs> okay, we don't have any tech issues for once, and so Bear's internet just obli- just explodes. Like that's okay, all there is to I'm it. doing oh. Comcast again right now. Okay. All right. Well, Comcast uh, undefeated. In that sense, but it looks like your back here is a little bit desynced, and everyone's just got to deal with that. So nothing. Uh, yeah, that's fantastic. You yeah, know. hold that. Right. Hold that, L. Bro, okay, I don't know if I told you, but I upgraded my internet speeds, and now I DC every like fifteen or twenty minutes for like five seconds. <laughs> Do you think this is information I could have used <laughs> before we went live? <laughs> Do you think there's any chance that that would have been good for me to know? No, I don't think so. I mean, this is a this is a real professional production by right. me. Well, no doubt. I mean, that's that's we we've been knowing. That's I mean, what we bring here on the backliners. Look, I was just hoping it wouldn't happen. Okay. Wow. And then yeah. three minutes into the show, it happens. Okay. Well, hopefully that's the look, last time it happens. I'm DMing Comcast constantly, trying to get this fixed, uh-huh. and no one that's had Comcast ever has had internet issues. So this is a right. brand new thing for me. And they must so be I'm they hoping... must be shocked. They're like, "What? Yeah, a customer is having <laughs> problems with our service? No I mean, it's 100 percent up. Like they literally no downtime ever. Right. So I'm as shocked as they are that my internet keeps going down. It's what? Like, so weird the one cut they don't they only have one customer service person and they like just play games on the <laughs> nintendo switch all day they've got nothing to do because comcast service is so perfect they're like oh my god what's going on like <laughs> the building's on fire what it's not working yeah, yeah uh, very I, I literally doubled my speeds and then i just have this issue now i don't know what to do and they're and they're saying that it's fine on their end and the signal looks perfect and they're asking me to plug my PC directly into my modem now and I'm just like Good thought. <sighs> it's it's not it's it's not that. It's not my router. Uh, I will say one time I called my uh, ISP um and very angry that the internet was down and it like wasn't working and they were like, mm-hmm. All right, well we have to ask you to like plug it at, like unplug it and plug it back in from the wall and I was like, Fine, but that's definitely not it and then I went to unplug it and it was a little bit loose and then i plugged it back in and it turned on and i was like uh, well played uh, well did you lie nope 
<laughs> no, nope. You admitted that? I said, huh, I guess it must have gotten bumped. I'm sorry I didn't oh. try this beforehand. And I held oh. that L. A moment of deep shame that I am now admitting mm. live on the podcast. That was. Uh, I would have lied 100% in that situation. <laughs> <laughs> Very unlucky for me. That's a. Uh, God, that I is painful. Say. Yeah, I would have hung up out of shame. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops, it went Listen, down. I don't know. They would have known. They would have known. You know, I like to think that they at least respected me for being honest, but they probably. Mm. They shouldn't respect me for any reason. That's, uh, that's no doubt about that. I lost a little respect for you. Okay, that's very fair. That's- I'm just glad a little unlucky. <laughs> just, just a little bit unlucky, I'd say. All right, let's talk about uh, patch 8.3 because that's the mm-hmm. newest thing. Dismite Tiamat uh, has been in Smite for a little bit. We didn't really go over her kit. Um, and that's the, or this is the competitive patch, right? Like uh, the one we'll be playing on, no. or like the big patch, right? I believe 8.4. Is there a bigger patch? I think 8.4 is what you guys start on, but I'm not uh. sure. Um, it'll be, yeah, because two, like basically, um, is it two weeks or a month? I don't know, dude. Who knows? Uh, time is irrelevant. It's all a circle. Um, sure. Do you want to go over TMAT first? Or you want to go over the, uh, the 8.3 patch notes? We'll go over TMAT first. Cause it'll be a learning experience for me as well. Cause she has so many buttons and so many creatures, you know, and she's OP. It, okay. So let's start there because I got a little heated on Twitter this week. Uh, oh, wow. Be- shocker. Shocker. Right. Uh, because uh, Wolfie or Wilfie, um, the EU Wolfie, because Wolfie yeah. is Wolfie 2032, Wilfie is EU mm. Wilfie. Like, that's how it works. Um, okay. Wilfie went out on Twitter and said that he thinks that Tiamat is the best god ever released in Smite's history. Wow. And that's wrong. I'm not even, oh. I'm not entertaining it. I won't. It's, it's, it's a, it's a is this coming as a mid laner's opinion or no. is this coming as, as a an objective play? as an objective okay. Okay. thought thought experiment it is okay absolutely it's it's in defense it's an indefensible is it even in the argument no. or is it just i don't even think she's wow. top 10 <coughs> i don't even <clears throat> think she's top 10 she is really good i do <clears throat> think that she's really strong i think that she should get nerfed and we'll go over the things that i think should be adjusted for her but it is not close is this we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast ditch the busy work use indeed for scheduling screening and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Really strong on con- or com- is really strong on Conquest or all maps or what? I would For very you? much guess that she is stronger in Conquest than in other modes because I think a lot of mm-hmm. what makes her strong is her 
lane push with the with the serpents. The split pushing and all that. Correct. Um, mm-hmm. and that is not important anywhere else. Um, and I'm <laughs> yeah, it just like that just doesn't matter anywhere else. Put them down in clash or siege. Yeah, that's like all right. Here I go to clear the minions. Like it's it's not that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it 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 just it got me riled up, man. I was thinking like. The you've been playing Smite for a long time. I I wasn't playing whenever Guan was released. I don't know if you were. Do you remember I mean, release Guan? Credit Karma has always been there to help you make better financial decisions, and now they want to help you even more. With a Credit Karma Money Spend account, you can be rewarded for good money habits. Credit Karma Money is a brand new checking account where you can win cash reimbursements for making purchases. Just pay with your debit card, and if you win. You'll be notified on the spot and your Instant Karma cash will be added back to your spend account. Open your FDIC insured spend account for free. There's no minimum balance requirements, no overdraft fees, and free withdrawals from a network of over 50,000 ATMs. And when you make a purchase between June 8th and June 30th, you'll automatically be entered to win $1 million. Right now, visit creditkarma.com backslash winmoney to open your free account and start winning Instant Karma. Go to creditkarma.com backslash win money to sign up for free and start winning. That's creditkarma.com slash win money. Instant Karma is sponsored by Credit Karma. No purchase necessary. Exclusions and terms apply. See rules. Banking services provided by MVB Bank Incorporated. Member FDIC. Maximum balance and transfer limits apply. I don't in a way of it being OP, if that makes sense. Like back then, I wouldn't know like anything about Smite. Sure. Uh, um, so I don't think I have a good argument for that, but Bologna, I think was really OP. Honestly, dude, my memory on like the super OP releases is just like deleted. Really? Like, yeah. After playing like for so good, long, I feel like I've got pretty decent recollection of a lot of the really OP releases. And it's easy because we talked about it last week with Ajax season two, by far the craziest season for God releases ever. Yeah, I don't even remember the gods that were released in season two. Uh, okay, here, let's refresh your memory. We'll start with the ones that you should know. Uh, okay. Chiron, do you remember how busted Chiron was on release? His yeah, one his crippled one like, crippled him. on yeah. deploy before mm-hmm. it blew up, so you couldn't re- you couldn't move out of it. He was faster in his ultimate instead of slower. His two did like insane damage, and mm. his heal was insanely broken. Like his passive, really? yeah, his in- passive heal oh. was really really strong. I don't remember Chiron Hill ever doing anything oh, yeah. literally I ever. Think, I think that was one of the first things that got nerfed on him. I think it, they removed... No, honestly, they should bring that back. Uh, they did. That was something and that they still buffed. this week? They, 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 when was the last time you played Chiron? It was buffed. Com- uh, like, it's, still, so, it's still awful, man. That character's terrible. No, bro. Chiron's good. You're Everyone else is a hater. That's bro, all. the dash sucks. Your dash gets interrupted by literally everything in the game. Is his dash knockup immune? No. Hmm. What if his dash was knockup immune? You're a charging horse that gets interrupted by anything. If someone spits <clears> on <throat> you, you're interrupted. Chiron. Oh, you're dash not about to. <laughs> knockup immune. Honestly, that would be Check a really nice Check for that in patch nice notes in a couple weeks. Too. I'm mostly trolling, but I am going to suggest it. I'm not kidding. That's. Uh, I mean, halfway serious, like, Chiron does need a buff, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, he just loses to the current front lines in the game, in my opinion. Unless you really need the cleanse in your team comp, I think there's just better hunters. Yeah, I think Chiron probably better in mid, but mm-hmm. uh, overall still very underrated. That alt does so much damage late game, and it it's unpeelable damage. Like, you can't body block it. You can't do anything about it. And 
especially you can Agus it, you can dodge it. You know, if you're halfway down a team fight, you know, hitting those shots are kind of difficult. Well, sure, but you're hoping that you're into a corridor. You're, you're hoping, you're hoping, right, that your your <laughs> solo laner is making space for you, and they have to. If they're if you're having to juke like Osiris, you're not worried about like timing your Aegis for the Chiron ult. You can't even see it half the time. It's like it, in the middle of a chaotic. So team you're fight. telling me you're playing in the middle of a team fight is to Chiron ult down the whole team fight. If I can, yeah, from like behind a wall or something like that, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. keep going. Okay, listen, he's got good, <laughs> well, okay, now it's a Chiron argument and I'm getting into it, all right, I'm a little riled up right away. All right, man. He's got good, okay, he is pretty good at peeling for his mage, if you're, play, if you're playing with a high value mage, he's got a cleanse mm. for your, to help uh, peel and a knockback, and he mm. does decent enough damage, it's not, he's, I agree, he's not the you best. You can't at, say and a knockback, that's like saying who he has a knock up. That does matter in team fights, doesn't it? Yeah. Are sure. you really going to be jumping to peel your mage? Of, are you not, Barry? No, no. wonder you and Ben are always arguing about stuff. Of course, <laughs> of course my, you are. My, my team fight is not to jump on the mage to knock up. The if you guys liners. can insta kill him off of it, then yeah, that's good, right? If insta kill a frontliner in 2021? Or an assassin, you know, that's a big deal. Assassins have shifters and like 200 fist prots. Oh, all right. I guess we shouldn't play it all, guys. So I guess uh, once it's away, game, you know, like it's just over. <laughs> That's all there is to it. Look, you peel your mage and then you get to turn and hit the mm -hmm. back line from really far away because that ult is super long. Yeah, yeah. So my team fight is to throw my one on my mage, dash through my mage, and then ult down the whole team fight to their back line. Sure. Oh, well, in that case, OP, that's right? Yeah, that's seems, seems OP, right? <laughs> Listen, Barry, all I'm saying is Chiron gets a bit of a bad rap. I think he can uh, be good against, mm -hmm. cer against certain teams, and it would be uh -huh. good. Yeah, chat spamming. Barra did dash in as Apollo to appeal for Jake a couple times. That's for Jake, not for Vin. Okay, then dash someone off Jake. <laughs> <laughs> you almost dashed into a late game team fight. You did on Apollo. That's different. You get a lot of movement speed for that. And you get a lot of power. Enemies. You get a lot of power off the Chiron okay. Dash. Okay. What about for Chiron Dash? It's like a triangle dash, and uh -huh. he just like throws everyone behind him in like a much wider radius. Okay. You want him to be Hecarim, is what you're telling me from League. Like you want yes. just full on Hecarim. Okay. Well that that's I mean, it's be a very, OP. It's a very weak dash, and you're like a horse. What, so, if he, what if he was just knock-up immune during the dash and maybe the power persisted for a couple seconds after the dash was over? That's what I said, and no one did it. I said Chiron 3 buff needs to be a real buff instead of, why are you getting power when you're dashing? Because you slam with the autos whenever you're doing that, man. And it feels good, yeah, like, thematically. You also can't aim. Thematic, maybe you can't get the... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> when you're dashing towards the front line to peel your mage. Dude, that, those two autos you get off during that are going to absolutely yeah. slam so yeah. much more damage dude Ab that's ridiculous absolutely slam i should i agree that they should uh last a little mm -hmm. a little bit longer um than... yeah i think like even if you're right click canceling the dash on chiron it should give you the power buff for like a set amount of time yeah yeah i think it would just be like three seconds after the dash is mm -hmm. over regardless of whether or not yep. you complete the full animation um i think that makes sense i think that makes his boxing and lane way better as well because i think he just gets outshined by like i mean his poke isn't really that relevant in lane either okay 
Also, what tangent were we on, Team Matt? Uh, oh yeah, release Chiron was super busted. Release oh, yeah, Soul. Okay, release Soul was one of the best gods at, like ever. She was so broken. Polyproc on the mm-hmm. two, stun on the three, and Fatalis on the three. The ult yep. did a billion damage. Uh, her her passive was insane. Um, Soul one of the best. Shing Chen, Bologna, release Medusa, Kepri. What was release Medusa. The Remember, ult did a lot more damage. The ult did a billion damage. The two did a billion damage and was really far range. Mm-hmm. Um, like uh, the splash range was was way further. Um, and I think she might have had less movement speed reduction on the passive. Like I think she was faster. Oh, yeah. The uh, one also one shot people on Medusa. Um, that, like the tick damage, I guess? Yeah. Yeah. You just okay. like one shot people. Yeah. Medusa release was really broken. Kepri might be the most broken. I think Kepri probably is the most OP a god has released in Smite. I mean, he got nerfed like eight times in a row or something. Yeah, and he was still still meta-defining. Yeah. Of recent gods, I see chat spamming Baron a lot. Baron was super super good for sure. I think Tsukiyomi was was probably the best god released in the last like two two to three years. I would Mm -hmm. say like that's the strongest a god was on release. Um... And yeah, I Suki think was, Arthur on release too, right? No, remember everyone thought Arthur was horrible. Merlin yeah, but was that's really good. Everyone sucked at Arthur, right? right. Did he, he get buffed? Uh, I don't remember if Oof. he got. I think he got some bug fixes that did help. That did become buffs, but he oh, was okay. considered bad immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, eventually, yeah, King Arthur at his peak. That, and I think all of this goes to illustrate the point. Sukiyomi way stronger on release than Tiamat is. Uh, Merlin was stronger on release than Tiamat is. Arthur, at his peak after the bug fixes, if I remember correctly, stronger than I can think current Tiamat is. Mm-hmm. Tiamat is really good, but I think does have glaring weaknesses, and at the end of the day is not even close to the best god ever released, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, that's what I would say. Um, the damage mitigation feels pretty impactful to play against, and like those key situations, Yes, it feels terrible, but outside of that, like... Also, there's a big difference in people that are good at her and people that are bad at her. Yes, and she is harder. And World Champion in the chat actually brings this up. Are we sure Suka was stronger on release than Tiamat and not just way easier to play? Yeah, I was going to bring that up too. The, the answer to that is, is 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 yes. It's both. Yep. He was easier to play and he was stronger on release. Um, I feel pretty confident saying that. Dude, his Kasari Gamma damage, the two, like, oh, baby. Like, if you just hit, triple hit someone, they were they were getting absolutely one-tapped. Mm-hmm. Um at the end of the day, I think that the, the <clears> things <throat> that I think that make Tiamat a little bit overtuned, in my opinion, right now are the serpents, the the little minions that that push the waves for split pushing or for split pushing, right? And okay. for uh, and the damage mitigation. But I don't know. I probably should have cleared this with Ajax before I sat on another podcast. But you know, I'll ask for forgiveness instead. Too I will say now. that uh, I did a lot of um, I had to, I got a chance to play test Tiamat a ton before she came out. And I will say that it was, there was a lot of our testing where both the minions and the mitigation felt completely invisible and were completely worthless. And there were times where they were stronger than they are now. But I do think that that is a very easy, uh, a very easy knob to turn on that guy. Mm-hmm. And it's closer to feeling useless than the community probably thinks is what I would say. Um, the mitigation and minions were correct yeah mitigation in particular like the mitigation for a large part of the time that i play tested her did not feel impactful whatsoever um 
Hmm. So, you know, and part of that, again, it, that was a guy that took many, many reps before I actually felt like I was doing things. But it, and, and I think that that's a good thing. Like, it's fun playing a god that you're like, wow, I feel like I could have played all of these situations so much better. And then you get to do like one or two team fights in a game where you are like, yeah, I think I really played that close to optimally. And then you start to grow on that character. I think that um, that's fun. You know. Do you think she's only a mid laner or solo laner as well? Um, I think she's only a mid laner would be my guess. Okay. Um, I think that she needs to build pretty much full damage in order to, mm-hmm. because the base numbers, especially in grounded stance are so low um, that the CC is like valuable, but not that crazy. Mm-hmm. I also think like the mitigation feels so swingy only whenever she's doing a lot of damage, because if you, if she jumps down and then you're both just like pillow fighting one another, who cares about the mitigation, right? If she's not going to yeah. kill you in that, in that window that she buys, then the mitigation isn't even that valuable. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I, personally, I think, uh, I think she's much better with, with damage almost entirely. Yeah. I played against her in assault a bit. Um, and there's a few times where I'm like, wow, this character is completely OP. And then there was one time I had Bloodforge, and it was like level like five or six or whatever. And I attacked her for seven, seven times and did 350, and she had no prots. Yep. And I was like, oh, that is awful. But that was like one of my first few times ever playing against her, so I didn't actually know what was going on. I just knew that I was auto-attacking for nothing. And then playing as her... There was a, like you said, there was a lot of situations where I'm just like, I could have done that better or I should have been doing this. Yep. And there's a lot of different directions you can take in the team fights with her, which I think from a design perspective is always a good thing. So it's not, I think Suki is like a really, I would say like boring kid, but it's like very one dimensional. I think hers is very, I would say just complex. I like, I like the overall design of the kit. Yeah, I think she's super cool. I'm surprised, and you're not the first person that said that recently, that Suki is a little bit too one-dimensional. And I, I have to, I really disagree. I think Tsukiyomi feels really fun. And I think mm-hmm. I do feel like I have a lot of, you know, it, Tiamat is, is basically a triple stance switcher in a way. The ultimate is really a mm-hmm. stance. So obviously in comparison, and you're going to have a lot less options. But I think that Tsukiyomi's play loop of like poking and then, picking your spot to commit I think is really really fun and does provide a lot of like skill expression now jungle like you know like, that's, if I said that that's a that's mask me, like like I'd, if I said that to mask you'd be like oh no you know anyone could play that like uh, whatever but <laughs> yeah if you're the best one of the best junglers in the world you probably don't feel like it has a lot of skill expression but but I think that you know land you know ending your alt on the right target and like using mm-hmm. the iframes properly and like picking your spot properly it's it's a good reinforcement and a good way for a god that has like no actual mobility um as an assassin which is a is a hard design concept i think mm-hmm. so actually that character is super easy and anyone can play him and just hold w and do well yeah but what like sure anyone can do like some damage but you're gonna like mm-hmm. you're gonna you're gonna be you know seven and nine on, on Tsukiyomi if you don't really know what you're doing, right? Like, you're going to get some kills, but you're going to die for it almost every single time. Mm-hmm. A good Tsukiyomi is going to, like, 
be much different. And that's the case for literally every god, and I understand that. But I think that... <laughs> There, I don't know. There's just like this rising sentiment that Suki is super easy all the time, and I don't really, I don't, I don't really agree. See, I, I will stand on my hill. You're, you're over there on your hill. I yep. will stand on my hill, and I, and I will shout you. at you that character is super easy. I salute you from across my hill, think, and then I give you the middle finger. I don't know. I think the character is literally like one of the easiest assassins in the game. Yeah, I just think assassin is one of the hardest classes to play properly. Agreed. Um, so, yeah, maybe. Hunter number one, assassin number two. Uh, <laughs> all right, we, we're, we've already spent too much time arguing on this episode. We got we to gotta move on. I'm going to let that one slide because everyone who's listening or watching <laughs> rolled their eyes collectively as soon as you said that. I don't need to touch on the fact. Okay, I'm not even going to get into it anymore. That's, that's it. You're baiting me too easily today, Barry. I, I really I am, dude. I'm all worked up, man. I can't I help know, it. I'm sorry. I'm I can't sorry. help it. All right. Let's talk about the new items. Stone of Fall mm-hmm. and Mail of okay. Renewal both come in uh, as reworked into this patch. Well, let's talk Stone of Fall first. It's 2,500 okay. gold, 150 health, 35 magical power, and 30 of each protection, physical and magical. With the passive, whenever you hit an enemy god with a basic attack, you gain a stack of Fall's Blessing, giving you 2% damage mitigation per stack at three stacks you double the mitigation to you double the damage mitigation and gain 20 percent crowd control reduction this effect Mm -hmm. lasts for 10 seconds early thoughts on stone of fall i think weird and bad what do you think uh what do you think would be what what holds it back from being good i think if it was abilities and not basic attacks i feel like it's way easier to proc and I feel like it's not as guaranteed of mitigation as like an item like Spirit Robe, I would say. I would agree, but Spirit Robe, in my mind, is like top five items in the game. True, true. I think that is broken. I don't know how tight the Soul Inner and uh, support builds are right now, if you can really fit this item in your build. Mm-hmm. I feel like the prots are low on it it doesn't give you anything offensive the power is kind of low as well yep i don't see why you would ever go this over like i would say like a binding or thieves or maybe even like winged or which um i don't know like over pridwin as well i feel like there's so many good tank items that this one's just kind of like awkwardly in there and yes. i mean i don't play support but except for I, I just feel like Except for Shing Tin, and I would not buy this on Shing Tin because, like, when do you really like? Can't be auto attacking on Shing Tin. Yeah, I feel like if you're going into a team fight, I assume you get this item at like mid game, late game, definitely not early game. Yeah. But if you're going into a team fight with the idea that you need to be auto attacking to get defense, I don't know. And then also, I feel like most of the time you're overcapped on C- or not overcapped, but you're you will be overcapped with the twenty percent CCR proc at three stacks. Yep. Because I feel like you should just be getting tank boots and another, like, CCR item. That's right. Uh, just a reminder that's... that you should all be buying tank boots. You should all be Agreed. telling all of your friends that tank boots is the best item in the game. And we really mm-hmm. need to get this ball rolling, as we talked about with Ajax last week, that tank boots mm-hmm. are super busted so that we're allowed to nerf them. So, again, buy tank boots. They're literally the best item in the whole game. Uh, they're OP. Please let us nerf them. Okay. Continue. So many stats on those. Yeah. Back, back to sort of fall. Yep. I just feel like it's weird to go into a team fight with the idea that you need to basic attack 
Yes, I, I feel agree. Like that is the like main theme of Son of Fall. It's just yeah, I need to go into this team fight to auto attack. Yeah, here's. I think that on the vast majority of Guardians, I agree with your assessment that it is bad. Mm-hmm. However, I think there are a lot of chats saying, you know, Mage ADCs building it feels really strong. I haven't done any testing on that. Oh, um, I haven't either. I mean, 12% mitigation seems pretty good for just hitting three basics. I mean, it's a low power item, but you want to talk about survivability. I think there's probably a way where you stop building like lifesteal as your survivability. Mm-hmm and build Stone of Fall instead, and then get to stack more power elsewhere in your build um, to make up for it. That's something that I would be interested in testing. Uh, Bruiser Alquang, like solo Alquang with this item, mm-hmm. seems very strong to me. I think <laughs> Athena, um, after her changes, already really good. I haven't mm-hmm. tested if reach-hitting multiple gods will give you multiple stacks, but oh. that's a god that is going to uh, that is going to end up using this really well if that's the case and even if it doesn't like you can you can proc reach on gods three times in a kit in a fight easily um Mm -hmm. and getting that much mitigation is very strong so i think a little it's a little too early to tell for me i would say this item is niche and i could very much see a world Mm -hmm. where stacking this item with other items or on certain gods yields a very overpowered result but only in that situation yeah i think also on mage adcs if you're going into a team fight with the idea or like hmm, it's weird because mage adcs sometimes need a survivability item i'm not sure if that's the case in this meta right now yeah because there's always that meta of like warlocks on mage adcs or lifesteal which is kind of your survivability on mage adcs right I don't know if that's the current meta or if you need the full power, full burst. I would have to do a lot of testing on that, but I don't think that's a Freya item. Maybe a Kronos item if you're being weird. Probably an Oleron item for sure. And probably not a soul item. What makes you say, I agree, Freya, I agree because you only have a certain amount of DPS window on that character. You got like four items you have to get on Freya. Right, like Freya makes sense to me that you wouldn't want it there. Mm -hmm. Kronos leverages scaling better than the other magical ADCs, so I would understand wanting a higher magical power item there for him. And the mm-hmm. reason for that, by the way, is because his magical power goes into his auto attacks with a two, and his one yep. and three actually deal relevant damage. Olorun, I agree that it looks very good for him on paper because he has he already has sustain built into the kit, and you get a massive DPS increase when you're in your ult either way. So you can afford to go. I mean, like the twig relic dagger build that he was going. Yep. Um, you can kind of afford to do that. What makes, uh, I'm surprised to hear you say not a soul item though, because I think that soul is a character that might be able to get away with this. I feel like on soul, you just want as much damage as you can get in your kit. And I don't know if there was just because we were talking about it earlier, I would say a Tsukiyomi on the enemy team that I could play around the mitigation on him during a team fight and kind of prevent his damage. Like get the stacks going before and then right as he hits me, I do the third stack and try to play around that way. I would do that. But if the team fights are very inconsistent damage. Like, I don't know exactly when I'm going to get bursted or exactly when I'll be dove. Mm-hmm. I don't think I would get that item on solo. I would play more of a, like, burst mage style, I think. Mm. If that makes sense. 
Yeah, I've always wanted Soul to be more of a mage than a, than a mage ADC because I mm-hmm. think the way her two four the Barracuda combo as they call it, yep. um, the way that those two feel it re- feels really good to me. But you know me, I'm not trying to hit my autos all the time. Um, and I but like I, Soul auto attacks don't feel great anyway. Sorry. Well, they used to feel really good. They they had to get yeah. a couple of times. I think that a little bit of power went back into those, but um, at mm-hmm. some point last year, but. Probably not enough. I don't know. I just think that I guess it's in a world where soul is good enough because her passive is good enough. And if her passive Mm -hmm. is good enough, I think you probably could get away with an item like this because you get so much damage from that passive either way. Um, Yeah. I don't know. I think that's, it's something, something to be, to be worth testing. You can check out uh, twitch.tv slash Barracuda with two R's, two C's, two D's. Uh, and he's going to be testing that sometime this week. I can, I can promise. Or just twitch.tv slash two R's, two C's, two D's. Right. We'll because, also, it, because it uh, automatically links you there. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, um, also one last touch. I think it's a little bit too expensive. Yeah. 2,500 is pretty expensive. Um, but I, I mean, it's not that expensive, but for supports, it is kind of expensive. Um, I would say. Yeah, and also for mages, for like a utility item, 2500 is kind of hard. Like Relic Tiger is easier to fit in your build. Sure. Because it's cheaper, but for Snow Fall, 2500 is like, well, why not just go like a Deso there instead? Yes, agreed. Um, all right, Mail of Renewal, uh, the other new item this patch, 2400 gold, 300 health, 15 HP 5, and then 20 of each protection of physical and magical. And this passive is a bit of a doozy, so here we go. When oh yeah, hit, I'm, yeah th- I'm assuming i'm explaining how this works to barracuda right now uh yep. when you are hit by enemy god <laughs> you gain a stack up to once per second increasing your protections by four at, at max of five stacks they last for five seconds each at max stacks upon being hit you are immediately healed for 15 percent of your maximum health allies within 35 units heal for 15 percent of their maximum health over 20 seconds, and this has an ICD or an internal cooldown of 60 seconds, so it can only happen once per minute. So here's, l- let me explain like you're five. Every, every time you get hit, you're going to up your protections. Mm-hmm. At max stacks, uh-oh, I'm doing math, live on the air. It's easy math, but we're going to do it. Whenever you've got 40 of each protection, that, that's what you'll have at the very max, is, is you'll have 80 prots total, Across uh, across the passive and the base stats. 80? Uh-oh. Did I do it? Yeah, 80. <laughs> because it's 40. Fi- you'll have 40 physical and 40 magical. Oh. I thought... Not 80 of were... each. I was like, good lord, where am I misreading this? No, no. You made me panic okay. for a second there, man. I was panicking, dude. 80 prots on... Okay, continue. Sorry. I know. Uh, so, you'll get 20 stacks from the passive of each protection. Once you... Once you are at that stack limit, if you get hit again, you then will instantly heal for 15% of your max health as a burst heal. And then a slow heal will begin on your teammates around you. Um, that, that's the game plan. I've seen a lot of mail over new one games. It has not felt as impactful as I thought it would. It doesn't mean it's not good. I think it probably is pretty good, but uh mm. the numbers seem the numbers jumped off the page for me that on this item and it hasn't felt that way quite yet to me at least in my experience yeah i thought it was going to be super op and then jake talked about it, and jake said it was bad and then pbm talked about it, and pbm said it was bad and i was like okay i will just take y'all's opinion for this because 
I think it looks good. But I, oh, yeah, I meant to good. ask, do the prots stay after the proc? Or how do the prots work? That is a good question to which I do not have the answer. I, okay. Based on the wording, I would guess no. I would yeah, guess that's... that it consumes the stacks uh, and then heals you. That's what I would assume as well. Chad um, is telling us that they do not, you do not keep the stacks. I think the AoE on it is a little small. Yeah, um, I think 35 units? Yeah, that is kind of... I think it's the same size as, like, Meditation, I think. No, Med is definitely bigger. I don't know exactly how big Med there's, is, but... Oh, uh, there's one it. relic. There's one relic that I thought was the exact same size, but I don't remember which one it was. Maybe Shell? Oh, no, you're right. Med is 35 units. Oh. I, That's well, weird well done, for me to be right on the podcast. Yeah, um, I, yeah would have an odd one. That was a weird feeling. Yep. Uh... Yeah, I think I just agree with you. I feel like on paper it sounds really cool, and I was thinking like maybe me and Vin slam this together in the back line, you know, mm-hmm. both getting our procs. But I just feel like maybe in actuality, you know, in a real game, it's not that great. No, I would not. Um, if you and Vin both built that, and I was casting that game, um, <laughs> I would not be very kind. Oh, my thoughts about it. That's what I'd say. Also, I. I think the 20 seconds is a bit long. Maybe lower that to like 10 seconds. Yes, I agree with that. I, th- I would like to see that number be lower. I mean, I assume you're trying to heal backliners with this, but even still, if you're trying to time your teammates being around you to proc your mail renewal proc on them, they have to be kind of close with the mail or with the 35 units. And that's weird to time in, in a real team fight. Um, yeah, I just feel like it's too too weird yeah to buy and like play around because it's a very team oriented item i feel but 20 seconds is way too long six seconds is way too long and 35 units is way too small that's my closing opinion there you have it that's all it needs to change for mail of renewal nearly everything um (laughs) (laughs) i I do think it's pretty close to being really good and it is i think it Mm -hmm. it has a chance of being frustrating and so releasing it in yep. this fashion makes a ton of sense to me because Agreed. if this came out and everyone was buying it, I think uh, everyone would be quite upset. Um, yep. All right. Attack speed item changes. This actually impacts you. Um, players may only have one attack speed slow from items applied to them at a time. So mm-hmm. things like Ikaval, Mannequins, Midgardian, Witchblade, Frostbound, you only have the strongest one on you at any given time. And that was kind of meta for a little bit at the beginning of season eight, was just stacking all these attack speed slow items, like going Witchblade and Mannequins and yep. Frostbound. And it's like, well, now I can't, I literally can't auto attack anybody. Um, yep. Pretty cut and dry, good change in my mind. Yeah, good change, weird change, because there's so many in the game. And I think a lot of builds were building multiple ones. Yep. And good pass as well in those builds that felt good. I think now it's a little weird or people would have to find different paths to go down. Um, I, mean, I think it's good, obviously, because I'm a hunter player, right. but don't know if necessary. I would say but that maybe necessary. I don't think it works this way, but I would want Horrific Emblem to ignore this rule. Oh, does it not? I don't know if it does or not. Um, Wait, what's it say? Does it say from items or just from everything? Uh... Attack speed slow should not stack with other attack speed slow effects, but many items. Oh. So, oh no, attack speed slow from items applied to them at one time. 
Okay. So, yeah, yeah, I would assume it does based on that wording, and that's the way I think it should work. Okay, agreed. Horrific is broken, by the way. If you're not buying it a decent amount of the time, you're probably messing up. Um, I don't think I've ever bought Horrific. I always go blink sunder. Dude, Horrific is broken on Shing Chen. It's like, yeah, you look my, at this way, Barry. They've got an auto-attack assassin, right? Or, so, or mm-hmm. an auto, uh, you know, double hunter or whatever. You furious mm-hmm. roar them. That's your one. You reduce their auto-attack damage. <laughs> You're such a caster. I know. You won them. Their auto-attack damage is reduced. You wait for it to wear off. You horrific them. You wait for that to wear off. Your one's back up. You won them again. What are they doing that whole team fight, huh? Crying. Normally I would just won them and, like, knock them up. All right, then they beads it. Or, like, ult them. And then you horrific them. Oh. Because your ult's down in this hypothetical scenario. Oh. Oh. You got your ult well, forced I mean, earlier. Remember, you tried to invade, you tried to get a deep ward, you had to ult out. Like, it was a bit unlucky. Me out of position on a support? No, I mean. No way. I, I think I would just rather have Blink or Sunder. No, man. Horrific's broken. <laughs> 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 sorry dude yeah it's all good my bad um benevolence an- another uh I, mm-hmm. did i skip over one no i didn't it's a little bit down but this is kind of paired in my mind with sentinel's gift going from mm-hmm. 500 to 600 gold so a nerf for that item well deserved um benevolence increased health from 75 to 100 increased gold per five from two to three and this is important item now has a minimum bonus gold and bonus xp value of one so no matter what yep. You're getting at least that extra gold and experience. I think that Benevolence now does compete with Sentinels much better than before. Agreed. I don't know if it's going to be the play. I'm not a math guy, as you guys couldn't tell. By Me the fact either. I was scared to see to do five times four, but um, we got there. We right would so. need like a flare boot here yeah. to really break it down and see how much gold and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It's actually worth like per minute to see if it's actually good but i mean i mean on paper plus two to plus three like that's a big change that's a big change and like all those little mini plus ones for all yep. for like all the little harpies that you're splitting and all that kind of stuff like that that adds up pretty quickly um i think it is worth it to buy it and test it now whereas before there was really zero reason to ever buy that item <laughs> agreed holy cow we've been live for 45 minutes barry have we been trolling this whole time we, we've this podcast has been live for nearly 42 minutes at this point I think it's, well, I kind of took it as in, like, I was going to argue with you a lot today, but I kind of argue with you a lot too much, and uh, <laughs> we kind of didn't go for the patch notes. Well, that's just unlucky. All right, we're going to speed run. <laughs> oh, no, actually, we're going to take a quick ad break, and then we're going to speed run the rest of the patch notes, because I can't I can't forget to take the ad. So we'll be right back True. here on the backliners. Smooth transition. Join. Oh, less smooth. Ignition Casino, your go-to destination for the best online poker, table games, progressive slots, and much more. Sign up with the promo code Ignition777 and deposit using Bitcoin to get 25 free spins on 777 Deluxe. I wish you guys could have seen Barry trying really hard not to laugh during that <laughs> ad because he knows his mic has to be live. It was, yeah. uh, it was very cute. I just missed the timing on not smooth. I might go back and watch that. Okay. Okay. Unlucky. Speed run, speed run, speed run. Mannequin Scepter, better but bugged, so I can't tell if it's good. Eye of the Jungle, (laughs) really good now. I'm buying it a ton in the jungle. Um, What was the change? Increased magical power from 20 to 25. While in the jungle, you gained 15 HP5 and 10 MP5. 
decrease the normal uh, HP five and then decrease the attack speed to de-incentivize stupid hunters from abusing it as per usual. Yeah. Though Make prote- protector of the jungle did get nerfed, uh, decreased physical power from 65 to 55 and magical power from 100 to 80 and decrease the attack speed from 35% to 25%. All good changes. Sands of time mm-hmm. buff decrease the cost by 50 from 800 to 750. That matters a lot because it's an extra potion and yep. increase the MP five from five to 10 Sands of time much better conduit gem. I've liked less and less the more I've played with it. Uh, and when I do buy it, I'm only buying it on gods that I could abuse gem of, uh, focus on because I think Archmages is significantly worse now. Too many people still buy. Oh, Archmages. really? Yeah, Gem of Focus is the wave. Oh. That's that's where you should be doing. Um, like Nika was buying. Was it Nika? I got to make sure I'm roasting the right guy. Yeah, it was Nika. He bought Archmages Gem on Chonga instead of Gem of Focus. Gem of Focus is broken on that character. Like true. Nine percent damage increase. Nine percent movement speed increase. Decreased damage taken. Like, and you're spamming buttons on that god. He's trolling. Maybe that's Armage is better for, your, like, your blink ult one-shot. That's, but what, okay, but that's what he said, Barry, but you're doing that either way. Like, you're if, if that if that mage or ADC doesn't have relics, mm-hmm. they're dead to your blink one-shot anyways, right? True. Like, so, do you actually need the extra damage? You sure don't. You sure don't. Oh. Um, tainted Steel. Decreased cost from 750 to 700. Increased power from 10 to 15 for physical and 15 to 20 for magical. Little worried that Tainted Steel is getting pretty good. Yeah. It might start just getting bought because it's good. It's kind of one of those things that just like keeps getting buffed and keeps getting buffed and then it's thrown into the meta and everyone buys it. Yep. Agreed. I think we're approaching that and hopefully yep. not there quite yet. Um, Death Toll. Here's a, here's an interesting shift. And I'm, I am curious on this one from you. Decreased cost by 100, 750 to 650, but also decreased the health restore scaling. Again, not a heal. But 0.75% to 0.4% of your maximum health, 1.5% to 1% of your maximum mana, but increase the power from 10 to 15, 20 to 25 for magicals, and no longer heals off of towers and phoenixes. How do you think this, because it's a shift, right? It's a lot less sustain, but more power, a little bit cheaper. I'm a big Leather Cow fan right now. Oh, yeah? Over Destal. I was a big Destal fan, and then once it got nerfed, I'm just a cowboy right now. Cowl is the way to go, potentially. Uh, Death's Embrace also no longer heals off towers and phoenixes and decreases health change. and mana. Sh- yes, agreed. It should have never done that to begin with. Yeah, it is. It, I will say that it's not. It, it wasn't a bug. It was consistent in that way mm-hmm. on hit effects only they don't check if you did any damage they don't check what you did the damage to it's if you're mm-hmm. auto connected with a legal target restore this and so it was consistent i think making it inconsistent is just better for the health of the game though yep. uh vampiric Agreed. shroud decreased cost by 100 which is a massive change uh 850 to 750 and decreased health restore from six health to four health decreased physical protection from 15 to 10 and increased magical power from 15 to 25. This item just got so much better. So yep. much better. Uh, Agreed. Haven't tested it enough yet, though. Before uh, it was a little garbage, and now it's viable. Same with uh, Benevolence. Agreed. In my opinion, same like shift. Agreed. Both War Flag and War Banner buff duration goes from 8 to 10. Feels good. Don't know if that really makes the, the world a difference. I think we'll have to see a lot of offensive lanes in SPL slash scrims and all of that and see people buying more flag and experimenting with it to see if that actually makes it different barry how come every time we think like oh man we've got nothing to talk about on this week's podcast it goes I know. every time like every single time i think it's just 
I'm well. Are we too good looking and good at our jobs? Like, is that well, the problem here? I'm a very good instigator, and you're very good at talking and being very passionate about several things. Right. Like, and the, you can and be again, passionate about nothing and still argue the, me about it. Right. The lower the stakes are, the more invested I get. Like, mm-hmm. it can't be about anything important. Like, no. that, it has to be completely irrelevant. That's a key part mm-hmm. of my personality. Also, why is dog water being said now? Um, because is that a smart you, thing? No, I think it. I think it started in other esports. But let me ask. I'll answer your question with a question. Do you <laughs> want to be dog water? Like, no, do you, I don't. Right there, you go. That's why it's a thing. But like, I wouldn't want to be like cow water. Yeah, but no one like interacts with cow water regularly. You know what I mean? No one like, interacts with dog water regularly. I hope. I, I mean, you kind of do, right? If you have a dog, you're like watching them drink it. The, especially if they got, if you have like a bigger <laughs> dog and one that drools a lot, you like see it kind of drool oh, in the water, okay. and it's like gross. Okay, that makes sense. My my dog, of course, too perfect to do that. She's she's a little mm-hmm. cutie. Definitely not a drooler. Not that drooling's a bad thing, but, but she it's just drools, gross. She drools whenever she's cuddling with you on the couch, and that's cute. Like, dude, you know, Hero started doing that now. Luna was a drooler, and now Hero's a drooler. Yeah, yeah, it's cute. like drooling might be contagious oh. in cats. Holy cow! Watch out for that. Sorry, um, back to patch notes. Right, back to patch notes. Hachiman decreased the post fire on his ultimate from 0. 0.73 to 0. 0.4 seconds, but it was way needs- too long the first time. Does it feel better now? Way better. It. It feels, I mean, obviously it's not like it felt before the change at all, but it feels way, way, way better. I, I said he was unplayable Yes. with the 0.75 or 0.7, whatever it was. And he feels good now. And that's, yeah. We love that. Uh, Set lost the ability to trigger item effects on his second ability spawn of Set. This matters because when he's in his ultimate, this ability will cast automatically as you hit auto mm-hmm. attacks. And so you're getting tons of Hydras or Bumba's Hammer procs does this move him, though? He's, he's kind of considered the best god in the game by a lot right now. I mean, it depends on how much pros view his early game power versus late game power or people actually buying Hydras. Some set players don't buy Hydras. Um, same for, I would say, like, Bumbas. Like, if you're actually hitting that late game spike, is that when set shines or is set shining throughout the game? I do feel like it's obviously a big nerf, but I feel like set got a slap on the wrist, sure. if anything. Sure. Instead of like a really big change. Uh, Mulan kind of on the other end of the spectrum. She got a massive buff. Uh, oh, yeah. Increase the slow duration on her two from two to three seconds. Mm-hmm. Decrease the cooldown on her three. It used to be 16 seconds flat. Now it's 16 scaling down to 14. And now you can cancel the ultimate early, the change that everyone has asked for forever. Uh, I think Mulan immediately one of the best warriors in the game. Yeah, I think she might still suffer in the same way she did, where, like, her late game is still kind of weak. Yep. But, I mean, on paper, obviously, she has to be way better. And also, a three-second slow at level one, or whenever you want to level this ability, has to be insane. Yep, and that ability does a kajillion damage. Yeah, from from a carry perspective, I don't know why everyone's not spamming Mulan, and I just hope they don't start spamming Mulan, because that character is really annoying as a backliner to deal with. Maybe it's the Correct. thorns nerf, because every time you'd ult in, you just pop thorns. Yep. Yeah. I maybe think that, that's it. I think here's a... I, I, maybe I don't tell the, the whole world, Barry. No, maybe I do. Well, that's you already cool. did. All right, here we go. Chat, listener, valued customer. <laughs> I've, got, I've got something to tell you. In Season 8, you can still buy thorns. 
and you have it do something. Just pay that. You can't. It I got can't nerfed. You said that. You can, but you Dude, can why? still buy it, and it can still be good. Agro. I said it. I said it. Okay. Bro. I said it. We were having so much fun. I know, but it's it's got to be said. You I can. was buying crit every game. <laughs> Unlucky. All right, we got to keep going, Barry. Uh, oh, true, true, true. Athena got damage on the taunt. She's real I mean, good. she has to be OP now. Yeah, she's real good. I do think her support might have not changed that much, but solo and jungle, I think she got a enormous buff. Potentially the biggest single text buff a god has ever been given. When you yep. think about it this way, don't think of it as now deals 50, 80, 110, 140, 170 plus 30% scaling to the two. Think of it as we just added 50 to 170 base damage on the first ability you hit. Like, just mm-hmm. imagine that that's the buff, and it seems absurd. That's because it probably is. Uh, yep. Really good. Um, Horus got some cooldown changes, 16 to 13 on both of his abilities now. One and two feels pretty good. AMC bugs, so can't really talk about it. Gibalanke. <laughs> good joke uh, there. Yeah, Gibalanke, uh increased max darts that enemies can be hit by from three to five. And he gets more darts total, 10 to 15. I'm surprised that people aren't talking about it. Have you played Gibalanke at all? I imagine that's no, really good. I was, I was about to say, I haven't played him, so I don't know how good it feels like when you're trying to hit that max range dart. But, I mean, obviously on paper, flat buff. I've always thought Gibalanke was insane, so I think he might actually get some play now. Yeah, I think he's, I think he's really good. Um, Thor gets 10% more scaling on the final hit of Berserker Barrage. Mm-hmm. Good, but nothing wild. Uh, unstable manifesta- manifestation that's souls passive heat now lo- now takes longer before it starts to decay from four seconds to six seconds haven't played her yet but that was really annoying to upkeep so theoretically that feels a lot better. i haven't played her but she's still dog water <laughs> unlucky and you don't want to be dog water as we've covered no you do not <laughs> um, uh opwash passive increase the healing from five percent of your max health to seven percent of your max health whenever you pick up a corpse and increase the initial damage scaling and corpse explosion from 10 to 20 percent Dirty bubble opwash maybe coming back with this? Yeah, I was about to say the on the two, is that just without the bodies? Correct. Or... Correct. Okay. So basically it just adds 10% all the time instead of having to worry about how many corpses mm. you have. It's a much more consistent so change. The ability might do damage now? Well, no, not when without. When you don't have bodies? No, not without corpses. Oh. It'll never do damage without bodies. No. Oh. It just never well, does. in that case, still dog water. Unlucky. And you, again, don't want to be that. Uh, and the no. final one, Loki. The three flurry strike increased the the scaling from eighteen percent to twenty five percent. Increased scaling total from one sixty to one ninety five percent. So what? Well, I've seen a lot of Loki in ranked recently. Um, seems like he's kind of picking up uh, in popularity right now. Yeah, and I hope he kind of never becomes meta because his I think his kit right now is really annoying as a backliner to play against and play around. And if they can just straight up do more damage with a three now, whereas like you're feeling threatened to Aegis it as a carry instead of the ult, you're not loving that. Yeah, but I agree with all that, but I'd still rather play against this iteration of Loki than the old one. True. Agreed. And it personally uh, is not close. Um, Mm -hmm. Agreed. All right. That'll do it for us this week here on the Backliners podcast. Of course, we have to have our random question of the week, which I have not thought of uh, up until this moment. First question in chat, maybe? No, no, no. Actually, I did have one. I did have oh. one because someone oh. brought it up in chat. I was arguing the other day with Nika because Nika really, 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 along with Hazer, really hates Ed Sheeran. Hates him. I guess the like. music 
but like not a troll hate like no he like hates ed sheeran i don't get it i really don't ed sheeran's not breaking any you know he's not breaking any boundaries in the music space he's not he's not you know creating something that no one's ever heard before but it's not bad it's like it's good enough i don't understand how you could be angry about ed sheeran number one but maybe it's like a jealousy thing maybe it is he like ed sheeran not exactly uh when you think of like rock stars or whatever it's not he's not like that attractive dude who's gonna be like you know it's like oh it's that guy like maybe they're just mad because ed sheeran like a little bit awkward looking english guy is now like beloved you know maybe that's it i think you know i think ed sheeran's kind of he's got his he's got his thing going for right. him and i'm not offended you know, by he's it. got He's got his own personality. He's got his own looks, and I'm I'm here for him. I support I support Ed Sheeran. I agree. Uh, roll also, doll just, in chat. What's up? I'm just not a, a guy that like hates celebrities. Yeah, you know? I, unless yeah. they like are really like bad people, I just don't Agreed. care. Uh, rolled doll in chat says, "I feel like if you're from the UK, like him, uh, or or her, excuse me, uh, you're more likely to hate him because it's all we hear. LOL. Hence Hazer's hatred. Um, well, maybe you guys should produce better artists and more artists." Instead of just, you know, having Ed Sheeran. So what I was going to say was, yeah, that makes sense. Oh. You decided to come at a whole country instead. <laughs> well, if the whole country is constantly playing Ed Sheeran, I think it's a country problem. Okay. Understood. I, uh, I'm just I, saying, okay. man. That's a little What weird. I was going to have the random question of the day be was, are there, any art, are there any artists that a lot of other people like that you just, you don't get it? You, you don't, you're not hearing it. Okay. I am a boomer, but the uh, mumble rap meta, I was not here for it. I did not understand it yeah. <laughs> both ways, and I just didn't like it. I just thought it was not great. And I know my music taste is people screaming and people yelling, Yeah, but that gives me like an emotional release, and I enjoy it. And it, like if I'm pent up anger-wise or anything, it helps me like, Go through my emotions. Mm. If mumble rap helps you go through your emotions or your problems or whatever you got, that's cool. Sure. But for me personally, I don't understand it. Um, I actually have an example from recently. Uh, I asked, I was going on whenever I was driving back to Pittsburgh for Christmas. Um, mm-hmm. I asked Twitter for some music recommendations and everyone was recommending the new Kid Cudi album at the time. Um, never been a huge uh, fan. So um you know, it's not... Let me make sure it's actually the right artist before I absolutely own them. Um, <laughs> You're going to slam dunk Kid Cudi? Yeah, I'm thinking... Well, I mean, I'm sure he's not going to hear it, so who cares? Yeah, it was Kid Cudi's new album. <laughs> that album wasn't that good, chat. It, it really wasn't. There, n- Not a single song on that album, like, spoke to me in any way. It, it was fine. Wow, chat is really upset already. Like, it, it wasn't that good. It just wasn't. What... Was it just boring? Yeah, I, I, none of the songs hooked me. Like, mm-hmm. I wasn't angry that I was listening to it. You know, I'm not saying I hated it, but mm-hmm. not for a single. I listened to the whole thing, and never again since that day have I thought, oh, I should listen to that any song off that album again. I don't Did know. you like any song on there? Or were they all like boring or some of them were better than others? But okay. I wasn't uh, I wasn't listening back, like that. That's for sure. I haven't listened to any of them. We're talking. I'm talking, of course, about Man on the Moon Three. Okay, The Chosen. That's the album I'm talking about. 
Also, I'm one of those guys where if a song isn't good, the song's not good, regardless of the artist that has produced that song. Like, some people sure. will go into songs or albums and want to enjoy it just because their favorite artist made it. Sure. And a lot of people do that, and I am just not here for it. And if, if it's a bad song, it's a bad song. Yep. I, or I a bad you. album. I hear you. One of my favorite bands of all time, brand new. Some of their like more recent music haven't been feeling it. Also, their lead singer is a horrible person, so you hate to see that. That uh, that's unlucky. Yeah, you hate th- that is all. That is truly unlucky. By the way, mm-hmm. whenever like an artist or something <laughs> who, who makes something that you enjoy turns out to suck, you're like, come on, man! Like I can't enjoy this anymore. You know? Insane Grizz said, "Okay, Mr. Trefoil." <laughs> <laughs> okay, what? <laughs> Mr. Trefoil. <laughs> Mr. Trefoil. I think I still have some left over. F you, Chad. I'm going to eat some Trefoils. <laughs> People are holding this over here. <laughs> Why are you booing me? I'm right. I think about that quote all the time. And that's. I'm going to get that tattooed on me at some point. Like that's Also, I'm just not a quote guy. Well, that's, yeah, that's just wrong. Like, people that quote Spongebob, that's the one quote Spongebob all day. I do. Or, like, any other movie, and I'm just not here for it. My my memory is not good enough to remember quotes of movies, quotes of cartoons. Like, I'm, I remember, like, smite voice lines way more than anything else. Yeah, well, I don't know what to tell you, man. I mean, I'm a, I'm a huge quote guy. I quote, I think you should leave. Terrible show. That's the end of the show, everyone. I can't sit in the same call with Barracuda any longer. <laughs> He's insulted me to my very core. It's an awful show. Don't even say that. Listen to prediction stuff, all that kind of stuff. I can't. I don't even want to. I'm muting your mic. Uh, yep. No buy, no buy from Barracuda this time, chat. I'm in control here, and I'm ending the show right here. That's it. See you later. My goodness. What an embarrassment. Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in a new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series now streaming on Showtime. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.